I'm walking here. Oh, she's New York now. <laughs> go to go go to New York once. Develop an accent. <laughs> I'm glad you're back, though. I've missed you. Yes, I've missed you too. We're doing fine. I'm doing fine. Welcome to We're Doing Fine with Robbie and Lisa. I'm Lisa. And I am Robbie, and your boy is hungover. Oh, fascinating. Yeah. That's not your huge. You're just so professional. I know. I know. No, my friends were up from London and Air, um, so we had a bit of a uni reunion. Oh. And oh my god, I've never felt so old in my life, Lisa. I left for this flat party at 10 p.m. Love that. And I was like, my phone was already on sleep mode. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I was at. Incredible. And we had, so at the flat, I had two ciders, two beers, four shots of tequila. Good on Including you. two of tequila rose. And then we got a taxi to a club at 1 a.m. Went to CC Blooms, of course. <gasps> and oh my God. God, it was, it was just, it was, it was a good night. Like, it was, it wasn't too busy. We were on the dance floor the entire time. I had two beers in the, in the, in the club. Um, I'd asked for, <laughs> so I went to cloakroom and it was full. So I had to carry my coat around like an old man. Um, and the, so while I was queuing for cloakroom, they were like, oh, what do you want? And I was like, a vodka lemonade. And, um, one of my friends who was slightly, slightly, too drunk to uh, to remember that. I just ordered me a beer because you know I'm a, I'm a lad. I'm, yeah. I'm a man. So I had a beer, and at that point I was like, I gotta just stick with beer. If I swapped to vodka now, I'll be fucking dead. <laughs> so I had two beers in CC's. Um, the music was great. It was quite good. I, we did ask for Timber by Kesha. Love that. Um, and the guy, the DJ was like, Yeah, absolutely, no bother. And then didn't play it. He's like, No, sad girl music for the Gen Z only. Like, literally, we were singing to Rolling in the Deep by Adele, which, you know, a bop, but come on now, it's a Saturday night. Yeah, no, um, I'm pretty sure that they only play sad now, um, in, like, the best way possible. Yeah, yeah, Dancing on My Own came on, that's always a classic, yeah. so that was good. Get some Girl in Red, get some Mitski, just, yeah. everyone's a feeling, which is fair yeah. if you've seen the state of the world. Absolutely. But I did. I woke up this morning dying. Yeah. And at lunchtime, they text me being like, we're all going back to Ilsa's, we're going to get McDonald's. And I was like, I will be there. Yes. So it was the worst bus ride of my life. But we got there and we had McDonald's and we watched this trash TV show called The Finish Line, which is actually fucking incredible. It's so funny. It's like a quiz show, but they're all on these like... Oh conveyor belts on with like seats on conveyor belts and if they get a correct answer their chair starts moving and if they answer wrong their chair stops and it's like the first four or the last one to reach the finish line is is removed from the game okay fantastic top-notch tv we loved it (laughs) that's fascinating i love it i will make you watch it when you come visit because it's it's incredible only if we get to have the full experience of staying out until like 3 a.m. as well. Oh, absolutely. And if you come in August, it'll be till 5 a.m. <gasps> I have till 5! 
Hive till five, baby. We'll be the only 30-somethings in there. No, no, Hive is no one for, like, old men in the corner. We'll be fine. Okay, perfect. We'll be old men in the corner. <laughs> exactly. The dream. Oh, fantastic. Speaking of <laughs> now, Lisa. What? I was about to say, now, Lisa, tell me about your, your trip away. Yes, I was in New York for a whole week. Woo-woo. It was very fun. Um, I went and I got to see, like, the Natural History Museum. I got to see the MoMA. Um, and I got to see two Broadway shows. Oh, which ones? I saw Book of Mormon with the boy. Nice. And I saw Moulin Rouge with um, some fr- with a friend, so it's very good. We did, like, the lottery system, so we got to pay, like, half price for tickets, which was awesome, and they were, like, incredible seats, and very good. We'll take that. And then yeah. we also went to, like, the Comedy Cellar, which is, like, an iconic New York, like, comedian hangout, um... And it was just, like, phenomenal. Everyone was so funny. Um, <laughs> like, they, they make you put your cell phone in a bag, like, and they, they like, tie it up so, like, you can't take videos of the performance, which I think it makes sense. Like, I really enjoy it. Plus, like, it's, a it's like, a place where, like, well-known comedians will sometimes, like, test material to see if it's, like, actually good or cancelable. Like, where on the line does that work? Um yeah. It was really funny, though, like a lot of people from London in the audience that evening because they do a lot of crowd work, um, which apparently prompts them to just talk shit about London, which I thought was very funny. Classic. <laughs> One of them had this whole bit. So we saw Jeff Arcuri and he had this whole bit about um, about how before he was he became king, um, your king was a 70 year old prince. And that's just very funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It is, to be fair. I remember somebody, there was an interview with King Charles when he was a prince, and somebody was like, are you a bit frustrated that you're having to wait this long to become king? And somebody was like, just asked if I'm frustrated my mum hasn't died yet. <laughs> and I yeah. was like, yeah, a bit of an odd question to ask. Yeah. It's is, is a weird one. <laughs> I mean, I feel like she he, she could have abdicated, but like, abdicated to him? Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> Robbie's like, no comment. <laughs> And I, I'm just waiting for William to get it because he'll make a good king because he's hot. I'm just hoping that our regular, our regular lo- listeners know that I really don't care about the monarchy at all. I just like hot men. Love a hot king. Yeah, but yeah, no, it was so much fun. Um, I got to ride the subways. I got to see Manhattan. I saw Times Square. Um, it, it was great. There was great food, great pizza. Um. Got a New York style cheesecake, got a black and white cookie, got a Levain's chocolate chip cookie. Oh. Yeah. It's fantastic. Good stuff. Um, and then we flew just we flew home. Specifically we chose our flight so that I could go to Hood Slam that Friday. <laughs> like we landed, we got we did a quick change and just like left. <laughs> I love that for you. I did notice that I got a lot of Snapchats on Friday, uh, Saturday morning. Yeah, what can I say? Yeah. I love Hood Slam. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, it was a really good one. Yeah. It was really good. I'm really glad I didn't miss it. <laughs> good. Like one of the best matches that I've ever seen between Dark Sheik and Kenny K, the last Spinebender. So good shit. <laughs> good shit. 
I almost got hit by a chair because they were flinging them all over the place. Oh my god, the goal, true goals of Hood Slam. Yes, so good times all around, both in New York and in from coast to coast. Shit, How stunning. Yeah. So that was, yeah, it was fantastic. I had a great time. I'm sure I'll have like photos to share. Um, but yeah. I love that for you. I am. Um... I'm gonna try and have a productive night tonight. I've been trying to tidy my room and change my bed sheets for about a week and a half, Ooh, and it just hasn't happened yet. So I'm like, just get it done, Robbie. Just do it. You know what? Let's let's add that to accountability buddies because I need to do that tonight too. I need to unpack. The boy and I truly just were dead to the world yesterday because we were That's just fair. exhausted. Mm-hmm. So we had a complete lazy day. Oh, happy Guy Fox night. Oh, yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. I just heard fireworks. Happy outside, and I was like, oh, me. yeah, it's fireworks night. Remember, remember the 5th, 5th of November. Of November. <laughs> <laughs> Go watch V for Vendetta, probably. I don't oh know. God, what, yeah. How do you celebrate? Um, I mean, I'll probably not this week, uh, this year. Normally, I'll go up Cotton Hill and watch the fireworks, but it's been a week. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Did we talk about it? We talked about your stuff. We talked about my night out, and that's all that's really happened. Like, work was fun. Okay, yeah. Um, I may have an assistant manager very soon, which is exciting. Yay! I might actually be able to stick to 40 hours a week. <gasps> well, that is your goals, so. Yeah. I know you failed it this week, but. I did, but it was it was a big it was a big week at work, so. Well, we'll get to it later. Let me tell you about the news, because we skipped a week and a lot yes. has happened. <laughs> All right, so in union news, the UAW, the United Auto Workers, has a tentative deal with the three largest automakers in the, in the states. Um, currently, no updates from SAG-AFTRA, though, so we'll see. But big, big potential wins. Um, meanwhile, 33 states are also suing Meta, saying that the algorithms for Facebook and Instagram are too addictive and unhealthy for the mental growth and health of young people. Meanwhile, they also have announced that, um, that Meta has announced that they have been censoring the Palestinian flag emoji, saying that it has been linked to, um, to inflammatory, uh, comments. Okay. Uh, nationally, incidents of anti-Semitism is up 400% on college campuses, according to the Anti-Defamation League. Um, last Sunday, the director of the New York Office of the United Nations High Commissioner for Human Rights, Craig, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, Mockaber, Craig Mockaber, uh, retired from his post in a letter on Saturday protesting protesting the UN for failing to prevent what he called a genocide of Palestinian civilians in Gaza. Uh, Makaber called the United States, United Kingdom, and much of the EU wholly complicit in the horrible assault, writing that they are refusing to meet their treaty obligations as outlined under the Geneva Conventions. Did you read the letter? Um, not in full, just because I've been not paying yeah. a lot of attention to world you, stuff while on vacation. Been, I tried to avoid that. You've been busy. China detox. Um, the letter was it was long. It was like three pages long. Um, and yeah, you summed it up pretty much. But it was scathing, scathing. Said yeah. that the UN basically does not do its job anymore. It just bends to Western I mean, yeah. powers. Yeah, I feel that as a citizen of the United States and the fucking horrible human rights 
issues that our country is doing to both, you know, members of other countries and our own. Mm-hmm. Like, they condemn, like, all they really do is, like, condemn things rather than, like, take action. Yeah. Like, so much has been said about the abortion bans in the States and the fact that there is care deserts and now the infant mortality rate is actually on the rise in the States, which is insane for, you know, a supposed first world country. Let's be real, it's not. Um, But for a world power to just be fucking, like, having it be this bad for infant mortality be on the rise. One percent of African American infants die in childbirth. Like one percent that's ten and a hundred thousand or something, which seems like a small number, but it's not. One percent. Yeah. That's a whole ass percent. We care about children until they're born here. It's cool. But also like just everything going on between Israel and Palestine, like the fact that hate crime is on the rise towards Jewish people, that's abhorrent. Also, like, if you think about just everything going on in Gaza, like, National Security Spokesman John Kirby said on Wednesday that Hamas cannot be involved in future governance of Gaza once the war is over. Like, but, like, also the fucking elections haven't been held in Palestine since 2006 when they first put Hamas in order, which, like... If you think about it, the average age, the median age of the population of Gaza is 19 years old. Yeah. Because everyone else has fucking been killed. But, like, it's an open-air prison. I I don't know what else to say about that. Yeah. And our government's, like, super cool with it. Um, Speaking of which, Joe Biden has a cool new nickname. Do you know what it is? Have you heard it? No. No, they're calling him Genocide Joe. Oh, no. Which is a cool nickname for the president of the United States who is trying to run for re-election. It's not a great look, is it? <clears throat> it's not. Um, however, in an unprecedented move, there is a Democrat running, um, is primarying him, which is very unusual for a president running for a second term. Like, usually that is not the case, but... Representative Dean Phillips of Minnesota announced that he is running, so we'll see a little bit about Dean. He's a 54-year-old former businessman serving his third term in the state of Minnesota. His mom wrote the Dear Abby column, which is very cool. Not Don't love that he's like a millionaire, like a multi-multi-millionaire um, businessman running for president. Don't love that. Uh, he presents himself as a fiscally responsible, socially inclusive, moderate Democrat. Which are words I don't love, <laughs> mostly because, like, socially inclusive, love that. Um, however, fiscally responsible, that's just kind of, like, words to say you're cool with bending to Republican wishes because they're always, like, the party of fiscal responsibility that they mm. say. Um, like, it's, it's a lot of words to just say he's basically Joe Biden 2.0, um, but younger and untested. You know? Yeah. Which, love the younger part. Um, but yeah, don't love the moderate part because that's not what we need. No, no, that does, mm. that does feel like Republican light. Yeah, that, that is what that is because the fucking Overton window has shifted so far in this country. Yeah. Like, I'm sure he'd be a Republican. Like, I'm sure he'd be very conservative in literally any other country. 
Well, not literally any other country. Most other countries in the free world. Hmm. Leave it that way. Um, his campaign slogan is Make America Affordable Again. Oh. Which, like, love the sentiment, hate that it's just kind of a copy of Trump's slogan. Yeah. Like Obama. It was just hope. We don't have to follow the formula. This isn't the publishing industry. We don't have to say, you know, a blank of blank and blank. We don't have to say make America blank of blank again, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah, well, it is what it is. Uh, the new Speaker of the House has been announced, and it is Mike Johnson, and he's insane. Boo. Um, aside from being, like, super pro-force birth, he stated that it's the duty of every American woman to birth at least one healthy worker for the country. One healthy uh, laborer. Ooh. Yeah, not one healthy citizen. Not even, like, you know, one healthy baby. One healthy laborer. This man like, is... Brass tax, that's what we want. Capitalism personified. Yeah, I mean, like, wild. His wife didn't even show up for his ascension to speaker. Um... He said that she was just tuckered out from being on her knees praying so much for him to get appointed. And did anyone buy that? <laughs> I don't think so. It was very funny. <laughs> That's so horrific. Yeah. I hate it. Um. Also, yeah, uh, you're going to hate this next part more. Um. He's also just very concerned about the gay agenda. To be fair. Homeboy has been... Writing briefs about try like he's been writing briefs trying to ban consensual sodomy in the U.S. since the early aughts. This sounds like a man that really wants to try it, but is scared. Yeah, and like let me let me like just also include that sodomy doesn't just include butt stuff. Sodomy includes like oral. Yeah, which is like for a man who's said his wife couldn't come to his ascension because she was on her knees too much. Homeboy's talking about butt stuff way too much because yeah. that's obviously not what hap- not what's happening there. Exactly. In fact, um, in a 2008 speech, he blames the fall of the Roman Empire on rampant homosexuality. I mean, listen, he's probably got a point. <laughs> um, I know this is getting quite long, so just um, a couple other bits of news. Sorry, what? you're ready. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Just a couple other pieces of news on the GOP front because we have to keep them in line. Mike Pence has pulled out of the race for president. First time he's ever pulled out of anything, I'm sure. Oh. <laughs> certainly not a mother. <laughs> oh, stop it. Vivek Ramaswamy announced that he wants to end teachers' unions and make everyone under 25 pass a civics test to vote. I don't... I would never do it, but I don't hate the idea. I mean... The thing about that is we have a literacy crisis in the country right now also. There's been like that whole thing. Um, and also if you're getting rid of rights for teachers, you're not going to have an educated mass vote. So like it's only going to be restrictions on people who can vote in their own interest, which would make it the wealthy class. Um, we don't Fair. like voting restrictions, even to people who we think would be better off not voting because it's just it's just difficult when you live through things like Brexit, yeah, and you like every interview highlights just how fucking idiotic the people that were voting yeah. to leave the EU were. 
you're like maybe we should test them and yeah. i would i would never like i it's not democratic i don't agree with it but is it the little worm in here that's like maybe just make sure we like understand yeah. things it would be great to education yes. not restriction yes. it would be great if we could trust the literacy of everyone but to do that we need to actually strengthen teachers unions and pay them more it seems like diametrically mm-hmm. opposed desires, Vivek. Trump's fraud trial in New York is still underway, and his children had to take the hot seat and answer questions about their daddy's fraud. Now, oh. so that, that's, that's been fun to watch. Um, and then Josh Hawley, um, for a guy who has otherwise terrible opinions, he is taking on Mitch, McCon- Mitch McConnell and trying to overturn Citizens United. I mean, a lot of other people have tried to do it, so we'll see what goes with this bid. I would love it. I would love to see Citizens United overturned. Um, it's that piece of legislation that says corporations have the same rights as people for uh, the Brits in the House. <laughs> uh-huh. So it would do a lot to kneecap a lot of politicians in the types of donations they can receive. So we're all for that. But otherwise, fuck you, Josh Hawley. Fuck yeah. you, Josh Hawley. All right. And that's all the news. Good stuff. Are you... Are you ready for the lighter side? Please. Oh my goodness. Okay, so do you remember a couple of weeks ago, we heard about a tortoise, a tortoise yes. that had been rescued? No, say tortoise however you want. Tortoise. Well, I have a part two <gasps> on rescues. Earlier this week, Fiona the sheep <gasps> had been stranded at the bottom of a cliff oh. for two years. Now, she's a flock animal, obviously she's a sheep, so she wants to be with her flock, but truly, if I was a sheep, this would be my sort of dream scenario, (laughs) because she's at the bottom of this cliff with the equivalent of an acre of grass to eat, freshwater rock pools, she was thriving, but it went viral, people were shouting at the farmer for just abandoning her and letting her die, and he was like, it's actually really unsafe to, like, save this sheep, like, because it was literally, like, on this, like cliff not on the cliff but like the little bit that she was at was surrounded by shit anyway these four brave men got a ton of equipment and like went down got fiona saved her (gasps) they've taken her back they've sheared like hundreds of pounds of wool off her so she's just like very healthy turns out she's overweight for a sheep (laughs) she's just been living her dream at the bottom of this cliff Eating grass and chilling. So she's now been rehomed to a new, like a little farm sanctuary. So she's going to be introduced to the donkeys and the other sheep and the goats. And she's just going to thrive. I love that. Oh, Yeah. Honestly, give it a good go. Fiona the sheep. I will. I love sheep. They're so cute. I love her. I love her. Oh, well, <laughs> with that, let's say hi to our friend Bill. Oh, hello, Bill. In a world where no one knows what movies are coming out during the week, where your movie future is bleak and uncertain, comes Future Flicks with Billiam. Hi there, I'm Billiam from Somewhat Nerdy, and on my podcast, I go through all of the movies coming out during the week, I throw in some news, and talk about the latest trailers. So check out Future Flicks each Wednesday on the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. Listen and subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, and YouTube. I'll see you in the future. And thank you, Bill. Thank you, Bill. A pleasure as always. Robbie. Yes, Lisa. I have a question for you. I'm ready for it. Uh, Because despite being, you know, 
away and not really looking at the news for a week, um, I did keep up with a few things. So I really, I must ask you, who asked for this? Who asked for what? Scooter athletes just got a federation. Why? Exactly. I didn't know scootering was like a big deal. Um, and because they have a federation now, it can, it, 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 it's in the running to be an Olympic sport. No. Mm-hmm. Scootering. Scootering. Madness. That's wild to me. I just, all the ankles that have been sacrificed to scooters, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I guess it is in an extreme sport coming. in that way. <laughs> Absolutely. That is so funny. So yeah, who who asked for a scooter federation? And and I will be following this closely. I want to know if this becomes an mm. Olympic sport. Um, What the fuck? I would watch that, to be fair. Yeah, that's true. God, I just, like, imagine, ah, oh, his Achilles tendon must be so sore. Yeah. Can I be? I would like to be a scootering um, official federation announcer, please. Lisa would be great at that job. I would be terrible. Yeah, like, oh, he did a kick flip and did the, and put the base around, spun that during a jump. Cool. He did such a good job on that scooter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, wow, look at the air he got. I think I got that much when I was six on my razor. Yeah. <laughs> He's really putting that left Tell me leg about to your good first use. He's picking up speed. <laughs> oh, buddy. Oh, my gosh. We're doing fine for official um, scootering federation. Oh, my God, please. We would be fantastic. 2024. Oh. This, this would only be our side gig then. Yeah. Incredible. Stunning. <clears throat> All right. And... We already know that you failed your um your your accountability, buddy. Mm. You worked too hard, my friend. Massively, yes. Mm-hmm. Did you do Did you do your one one run in one gym? No, that's okay. I also checked my work email, so mm, it is what it is. It is what it is. What would you like to do next month? In or next month? Next week? Good lord! Let's just cut it down to one gym. I would like to go to the gym once. I think that's doable, and I would like, to, I'm going to go back, I want to do two days of writing and two days of working out. Nice, you got this. Get back into my routine. Absolutely. All right, Robbie, I'm rushing the second half because I've got to go to my mom's birthday party. That's fair. Do you have a story for me? I do indeed. This Am I the Asshole is wild. So, the caption is, am I the asshole for not telling my boyfriend I own the building we live in? Ooh. Yeah. That depends. So it goes on. How much rent are you making him pay? It goes on. When I was 18, my dad gifted me a house with two stories. I am extremely thankful. We're not upper class, but my dad bought this house for a cheap price a long time ago. It was his grandmother's cousin's house. I know that this was an extreme privilege, and I am forever grateful for this. The layout of this building is like an apartment, but it is a house. So basically, each story has its own separate entry, its own kitchen and bathroom. I live upstairs while I rent out the downstairs. My boyfriend of my boyfriend 25 she doesn't give her current age so my boyfriend moved in with me about three months ago and we have been together for six months i have not asked him for money neither for utilities or to pay me any rent the only thing he contributes is to groceries that we split 50 50 i have not brought up that i own own the building as it is not something i tell many people if people ask me i of course tell them that i own it but if they assume i am a renter then they can believe what they want the topic of a landlord the renter downstairs or the owner of the building has not been something we have ever discussed this last tuesday the renter came up to tell me that her freezer had stopped working i answered the door and my boyfriend heard us talking i suppose i went downstairs to take a look and we came to the 
conclusion that she would buy a new one, send me the receipt, and I would give her the money. She was very grateful for the solution. When I went upstairs, my boyfriend asked if it could be fixed. I told him no, but she was going to buy a new one, and I would pay for it. He looked at me like I was crazy and asked why the hell I would pay for her freezer. I told him that because I am her landlord and the freezer was there when she started renting, I would stand for the cost. He just asked me if I was serious, to which I said I was. He began screaming at me, asking him... asking asking why the hell I would hold this information from him, and I was an evil person. I said I was sorry for not telling him, but I did not think that it would matter. He said he could not believe he was together with someone who is a landlord, that all of us just use people for money, and that the only thing we people care about is money, and would rather have people be homeless than offering affordable rent. The downstairs is one kitchen, one bath, and four other rooms. I charge $500 in rent. I understand many people have trouble with landlords, but I try my best to be a good one. He demanded that I give him 50% of the money I make from rent, or else I was just as bad as he thought. Was I really the asshole for not telling him? He has not talked to me since Tuesday, and I've tried telling him that I'm truly sorry, but he doesn't answer me at all. Okay. Um, dump him. Absolutely dump him. All you care about is money, so give me 50%. Like, what the fuck? Um, yeah, that's... A lot of this... Like, I do think she should have told him when he was moving in, but also, um, he was perfectly okay with not paying rent or utilities, assuming under the assumption that she was paying for all of that for a few months. How do you move in without discussing these things with someone? Yeah. Like, a lot of that is on him for just being like, oh, okay, I'm just gonna move in and not pay rent and not pay utilities, um, with my girlfriend, um... Not going to ask any questions about the situation I'm moving into. And also, like, yeah, $500. I mean, it depends on where they live, but I think just about anywhere in the States, at least, that is nothing Mm. um, as far as how much rent is for that much space. And, like, the fact that she's just like, yeah, buy your own fucking freezer, your, like, new refrigerator, and just send me the... Yeah. Um, That's the ideal. Yeah, no, dump him. I would absolutely fucking... What the fuck? Like, the only thing is that's on you is, yeah, if you're living with somebody, you should tell them about the situation they're living in. But also, he should have asked. Yeah. Um, she's put a lot of context in comments. And somebody was like, did he even offer to pay rent? And she was like, no, otherwise I would have explained that I was the landlord. Yeah. Like, how is she okay with a guy moving in and not offering that? As Literally. If, if he was under the assumption that she was renting. Mad. That's a wild one. You're going to have to send me that link because I want to read those comments, especially if anyone is responding about the, well, give me half. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All you care about is money, so give me half. Somebody said that. Um, somebody said, not the asshole, dump him. I know it's a common response in the subreddit, but this dude was happy to exploit you for free lodging. And now that he finds you've got income he wasn't aware of, he wants half of it just cause or else you're a big meanie. You do not owe him an apology. You owe him a kick in the rear. And the, the original poster has... um replied he sees it as both a way of me proving that i'm not renting as a way to grab money from people so that is money i is so that money is not what i care about and i should have no trouble giving him half but also as a way to prove to him that i am sorry for not telling him earlier that i own the building and everyone's replied being like you shouldn't be sorry he didn't ask somebody's replied he's gaslighting you run and someone said this isn't even gaslighting it's just manipulation yeah bonkers not the asshole not the asshole, which is rare for a landlord, but... Mad. Yeah, we're usually fairly well, anti-landlord on this podcast, but she sounds like a great landlord. <laughs> yeah, the rare ones. The rare ones. Um. Yeah, when they say not all landlords, I think that's what they mean. Yeah, <laughs> they're talking specifically about her. Yeah, 
All right. Well, I've got a jet, but thank you, everybody, for joining us. Yes, thank you for joining us. Tell your friends about the podcast because word of mouth is our best way of getting new listeners. And we love new listeners. We really do. And once you've told your friends, tell strangers on the internet by rating, reviewing and subscribing wherever you get your podcasts. And join us for Book Club. This month we are reading River Woman, River Demon by Jennifer Given. And it is wild. It just throws you straight in. I was confused. It really does. It really does. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So get reading that. It's a good one this month. It is. Um, And thank you to Amy Reader and David the Shower for our stunning, beautiful intro and outro. We love it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So that is all we have time for this week. So until next Tuesday, keep Keep doing doing fine. Welcome back, Lisa. Ooh.